Hi, it's Kathy with the Rock Your Retirement Show, and I'm glad that you're joining us today. If you've listened to the show in the past, you know that I have a wide variety of people that come on the show, in addition to some of the solo episodes where I come in and talk about some of the six pillars of retirement lifestyle. And just to remind you, those six pillars are spiritual, significant other, friendship, work, health, and family. Today's guest is actually a repeat offender on our show. His name is Alan Mendel. And if you haven't listened to the interview with him in the past about his creative writing workshops, he is also a multiple gold winner in the San Diego's version of the Senior Olympics. And so when he told me about another topic that he wanted to talk about, I said, yes, I think that would be great to have him back on the show. So Alan, welcome back to the Rocky Retirement Show. Thank you, Kathy. Love working with you. Well, there's Mr. Grant in the background. If you have listened to the show in the past, you'll know that occasionally, especially when I'm interviewing somebody towards the end of the day, he gets really excited. And so hopefully we'll be able to edit some of that out. But if not, just say hello to Mr. Grant. I'll post a picture of him in the show notes. <laughs> who, who is Mr. Grant, Kathy? Curious. Mr. Grant is my Moluccan cockatoo that I have been the caretaker of since February of 1990. That's great. That's great. <laughs> These birds live a long, long time. Right, and it sounds as though he gets his way. Well, he doesn't get his way all the time, but he I, I do have to admit, he does get cranky around this time of day, <laughs> and he sounds like you know, he's really cranky right now. <laughs> okay. You know, that reminds me, I, I, in addition to what you just said that I, that I do, I also guide tours for a number of retirement communities, and I took people recently to a place called Hooterville which is a kind of a replica farm type situation. It's unbelievable because of its location. It's right in the heart of some very affluent Carmel Valley homes. And you come upon this place called Hooterville uh, with animals and different kinds of animals. It's, it, it's terrific. Anyway, sorry to get off the track. No, that's okay I, because it actually might lead into – our topic of romance, perhaps, is this a first date kind of place, or what kind of place <laughs> is Hooterville? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, I laugh because uh, first date, uh, actually the reason, uh, again, I, I do the guide these tours, and uh, uh, it would be a very unique place, needless to say, to, to take a first date to. <laughs> so. Uh, you you would either be loved or hated, depending on uh, on, on the interaction there. So, <laughs> exactly. But it is a unique place, and I, I mention it because of your because because of your cockatoo. Is it a rescue or what is it? It is a rescue type place. There's a horse, actually horses. There are goats. There's chickens, and just a variety of things. And the attitude of the owner is incredible because she's into this stuff. And that she dedicated, and she's a, actually a former. Uh, and you might want to talk with her at some point, Kathy, because she is a former CEO at 
at Sharp Memorial. Uh, and so it, it, she has an incredible history and an incredible story to tell. So, but regardless, that's, that's, I'm, I, again, I'm way off the subject. Of <laughs> well, sometimes Sorry. we do that on the Rocky Retirement Show. And maybe I'm doing it on purpose. So <laughs> you don't want to talk of, you don't want to talk about it. I get it. Well, my romantic history is not so hot. Forgive me for using that term. In fact, I told a friend of mine that I was going to be on your podcast and she said, uh, you a love doctor. That's a real laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you've never been any good at love about the only luck you've ever had she went on was with with love in your novels uh through your main characters and i'm afraid kathy that she's right mm. uh, my two novels are actually love stories and i guess uh, i created them because i haven't done very well at love tell me why you don't think and why is she a former love interest mm, well I shouldn't. I, I shouldn't divulge. Actually, okay. Uh, but you don't want to kiss and tell. Me. I get it. She knows me pretty well. She knows me pretty well. Why would you say, and why would she say that you've been unlucky in love? I guess because I've I've had some long term relationships that really haven't worked out uh, terrifically. Let's put it that way. I've been married a couple of times, and I have to admit that it's. I can point of point fingers at somebody else. But really, the best person to point a finger at would be myself. That's right. They say that if you are pointing at somebody, you have three fingers pointing back at yourself. <laughs> I think that, I mean, and, and, and that's very good advice, really. So, <laughs> but you know, it's never too late. And that's my attitude. It's never too late. The love of your life could be right around the corner. And if you're open-minded to it, uh, it can happen. That's my honest feeling. So what are you doing? Are you going on websites, putting your name <laughs> in um, seniorlove.com, or what, what's going on? Uh, the way, actually, I do a lot of dancing, and I do a lot of interacting. I get out in the world quite a bit. And so uh, and I, the way I look at it, anything is, anything is possible just to be out there. No, I don't go on websites, and I don't blind date. Uh, fortunately for me, I meet enough people so that the possibilities are there. That's my general approach. Tell me, you said that you have experience, you're, you're still out there looking. Tell me what you think you've done wrong in the past. How have you learned from your past experiences that will help you in your next love of your life. Did you say that you also double as a psychologist? <laughs> We're going to do Is some love what? therapy today. Let's okay. let's find well, out. Well, I'm so, wait, wait a minute. I'm supposed to be the love doctor, according to my friend. Okay? Well, you just Ooh. said that she said that you are the last persons to, uh, You're right. to give You're the love right. advice. So let's see if That's we can fine. do some on-air coaching here. So what Please. happened in the past? Please. Uh, I think that I have a tendency to be selfish. I think I've been selfish in in, in my relationships, and I, I I vowed to be less selfish uh, in the future, more flexible, less rigid. Let's put it that way. Uh, and so I'm working on that. So give me an example of something that you would automatically lean towards being selfish. Well, I, I mean, I like the work that I do. I enjoy my work, and I'm committed to it, and so I, I, I don't want to leave that in order to uh, do a better job with, 
with love, let me put it that way. Okay, so let's let's be specific. Okay, am I a workaholic? Uh, I would say yes. And would it be a good idea in a love relationship for me to be less of a workaholic? I would say yes. Okay, but let's be more specific. Let's let's talk Uh-oh. about an example. So, where's an example of something that had to do with your work? where the other, you know, your love interest wanted to do something and your selfishness got in the way. Like, give me a specific example so the listeners can really relate to what we're trying to talk about. That's, you know, because I'm I'm dealing in generalities, uh, but specifically, uh, you know, let's say currently, I mean, I, I do a lot of talks uh, at, at uh, communities and so on and so forth. I do a lot of book promotion. And in fact, let me put, I think this is a very good example. On dates, I've actually tried to sell my book. (laughs) You tried to sell the book to your love interest on a date? Not to my love interest uh, (laughs) so much. That probably would have been a better idea. But to to other people sitting at the table? Yes. Let's say we're in a restaurant and, (laughs) and there's somebody sitting at the table next to us. Maybe I'll strike up a conversation about... Do they like to read? Do they like baseball? You know, just trying to hone in on on whether it's possible to sell this person one of my books. Alan, is this on a first date? (laughs) (laughs) Kathy, you are telling me don't do that. And you know what? I've actually stopped doing that. Oh, okay. Because I'm just, I'm just imagining I've, you've given, you've drawn me a mental picture of your date, um, listening to you try to sell your book. And she like pulls out her phone and starts doing Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be uh, uh, touche. No question about it. So, uh, of course, th- the next step would be, well, if I didn't sell the book, uh, well, why don't why didn't you help me? Okay. Oh, so she is now uh, supposed to help you sell your book on her first date with you. Okay, I'm I'm getting you, a picture uh, here. I'm getting okay. a picture. You asked for you asked for a really good example of <laughs> you know, and, and I, that's probably a, as good an example as I can come up with. That is an my excellent. Guess is, my excellent. guess is that there are some some other examples of my selfishness, but. Again, I'm trying to be more aware of that. And uh, so, okay. so now you're aware of it. So now you're on a first date. Right. Do you leave the book at home or do you still bring your book with you? Well, the book is always in the car, of course. You know, I mean, it just that's, I mean, you've heard about writers with, with their books in their trunks of their car. Mm. Uh, that's me. But uh, again, I refrain from selling. Uh, in fact, I've stopped doing it in general just because it it just isn't a good idea. So I've learned that. So I'm somewhat capable of learning, as it would appear. Absolutely. So, uh, Looks do like you have it. other advice? Can you give me some more advice? I didn't give to, advice. Uh, I'm I'm more of a counselor here, a coach, asking you questions okay. and letting you come up okay. with your own ideas. <laughs> Right. You're putting me on the spot, too. Okay. I didn't quite expect this, but it's okay. Since I'm a repeat offender on your podcast, I guess I deserve it. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Go go at me. Okay. So So, I'm just trying to relate this to to the listener here. Sure. So I know that, so you're talking about getting love. And you're obviously experienced at that because you've been married a couple of times. 
right? So you're good at getting love. You've done that before. Have you noticed that a lot of us, once we're in a relationship, we tend to kind of let things, like for example, one thing that I do is my husband will be driving the car and I tend to read my email and go on the phone when he's driving. Okay. Based on your experience, do you think that that's going to get me into trouble? It, it, depending on your relationship. I mean, it, it, it all depends. I mean, if, if, if it's something that you automatically do and it's okay as far as he's concerned, I, I don't think it's going to get you in trouble. If it's a first date and you ask me about a first date, I, I, I think it's not such a good idea. Probably Just, not a good idea to whip out your phone when you're on a first date. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Or if I'm driving and there happens to be a, a terrific uh, football game on that I'm interested in, turn on the radio and, you know, hey, I've got, I have to listen to this game and so on and so forth. That's probably not a good idea either. So, And I'm not sure it's a good idea in a second or a third or a fourth date. So, so uh, I mean, I, mean, I, I think it's, it's nice to be with the person. And if, you're, and if you're, I mean, one of the things that I have learned is that, that when I'm, with somebody, I try to be with them. And you mentioned get love. Uh, actually, I'm working on giving love, and I find that from my own standpoint that I, I'm I can be pretty good at that, uh, at least from from my uh, in my opinion. Let's put it that way. So, uh, and I think that that's a good thing. How would that relate? So, let's talk about keeping love. Getting love is, you know, when you're younger, it's pretty easy. Getting love is pretty easy to get when you're younger, right? I mean, you right. meet a lot right. of people. Right. What happens when you get older that makes it more difficult to connect with someone that you that you might have an interest in? What, what do you think it is? I, I think there are several things, actually. Several things that, that work against uh, older people getting and giving love and, and maintaining a, a, a relationship. Uh, I think a lot of us feel as though it, it's just not worth it. We, we don't need it. Let's put it that way. We don't need to be in a relationship. Uh, and I disagree with that, but a lot of, us, a lot of people feel that way. I've, I've encountered a lot of people that, that actually feel that they just don't need to be in a relationship. Did you know that they did a study? Oh, gosh, I'm trying to think. I think maybe it was BYU that did the study. There, but there's been more than one study because I've actually linked to one of the studies in my show about the six pillars of retirement lifestyle. Yes. And that study said that if you are married, you actually live a longer and more healthy life. Have you heard of that study? There's been several studies that show that. Yes. And in fact, there's other studies where, where one of the spouses passes on that the other one follows pretty quickly. I mean, I've absolutely heard that. And, and I think it's understandable because connectedness is, is important. So it's just interesting that people feel like they don't need it or it's not worth it when studies show that you're going to be healthier if you're exactly. in a relationship. Exactly. You know, a friend of mine, a, a close friend for many, many years, uh, actually encountered, uh, uh, has, has encountered cancer recently. And she also recently was married, and her husband has literally saved her life because he's got some wonderful medical contacts and right away whisked her off to the Mayo Clinic and, 
and with the result that uh, that that the prognosis is good at this point. So it's literally life saving. So I think that that's a case in point of of where uh, of, of where it's it's really a good thing. And and I am in no way willing to give up on, on love. Uh, a lot of us that have gone through the the experiences and didn't work out. I know I'm not going to do it again. That, that's not my feeling at all. Is that why you write about love? Well, I think, yeah, I would think so. I would think that, that yes. And the subject is, and, and my, my love stories have a tendency to be pretty unique uh, in the sense that they're not just usual love stories. So in fact, in the closer, my baseball novel, if I can mention, Kathy, if you don't mind, our hero meets a woman with three kids and the kids are, uh, there are problems, and she's got a problem, a big problem. And he gets involved and finds love because, and, and, and actually he finds that he's very capable of giving love. Yeah, I, I write about it because, because obviously it's a, it's a missing link in, in my life. And so I write about it with, uh, possibly with the hope of learning and moving forward in, in, in that area. Do you think that writing about it helps you become closer with other people that you might want to have a love interest? Or do you think it draws you into your own mind? I'm not a writer. I mean, I, I write, but I'm, I wouldn't consider myself a writer. To answer your question, absolutely, I absolutely think it's helpful. It's, it's helpful. helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's fiction, let's say, although a lot of people write about love and it's not fiction it's 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 the truth but i think it's it's helpful to keep it on the front burner you might say and keep yourself open to possibility again so many of us give up well, i'm not going to do that it's um, you know and, and we become completely unavailable and i think that that's absolutely the wrong way to approach things so but that's my opinion that's my opinion for what it's worth i have a friend at the senior center and I believe she's 90. I think she's 90. And um, I remember she was so excited about her new boyfriend. And you could just tell she was glowing. And yeah, so I think that if a 90-year-old can, can find love, I think we all can. I, I, I completely agree. Again, it's not easy, though. There, I mean, there are impediments. It's, what are the impediments? Tell us what uh, they are. Well, well, again, we have a tendency to be rigid. We have a tendency to think, well, we don't need love type situation. Uh, also, I mean, let's face facts. Sex, if I can say that, is not as predominant uh, when we get older. Younger people can, can fall back on that very readily, whereas it's harder uh, for, for older people to move into that category. Yeah, but that could uh, be a good thing because when you're younger, maybe you're not thinking about the person's personality. I agree. No, no, <laughs> I agree with that. I, I agree. I think that it, it, it that ultimately, if you can build a relationship uh, in many different uh, aspects as opposed to that just one aspect, I think it's a good thing. And I would agree with you. You know, and also... So many of us have baggage, too, uh, that we've acquired over the years. And I don't mean baggage from our personality. I mean baggage. I mean, we've got kids. We've got grandkids. And, and we, the, your love interest needs to be able to get along with, with, with them and vice versa. You know what, though? You know what's funny? Or I, maybe not funny? Is that 
many times I have talked with people and it's the kids that become the impediment of having a a good relationship with somebody that, you know, maybe the spouse died or maybe there was a divorce and the kids just put up these walls and make it impossible for the, the person to, you know, have a relationship. Why do you think that is? I don't have kids, so I can't. Well, well, I think it's because the kid, the kids. There's an ownership type of thing, plus a security type thing with with the, the parent. I I remember going on a first date with somebody with, and I made the mistake of inviting their son to go as well. This was many years ago. <laughs> uh, uh, of course, I also made the mistake of of inviting my dog to come on the date first date as well. What did you go so, camping uh, or something? What's the deal uh, with this no, first date? No, we actually, we actually went out to eat, and and I think that that the lady's son was interested in baseball, and so we played a little baseball. Wait, how so, old was this son? Uh, maybe six or seven. Oh, something. see, I had the vision of a twenty-five-year-old son accompanying no, you on your was, first date. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this was a long time ago. And, oh, okay. and by the way, maybe the, my, the best love interest I've had in my life has been has been my dog. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> so I would bring her along on dates, and that just didn't go over too well in many instances. So, Well, uh, unless so, you invited your love interest to bring her dog along, and you right. could make it a doggy date. A doggy date, right, a, a double date. Right? That's a double right, doggy a double date, doggy date. Because because then you could find out if she didn't like dogs, maybe you didn't want to date her. Right, right, exactly, (laughs) exactly. You talk about baggage. You love me. You love my dog. Exactly. In this case, okay. But Alan, I have now. Here's a serious question: What do you do if the two dogs don't get along? <laughs> well, that's that's the problem, isn't it? And that's what I'm getting at: is that we all have baggage, especially as we get older, uh, and the baggage can be a, a severe impediment to uh, to the relationship. Well, let can me tell, I tell you what you my what? let me tell you. I'll please, let you tell your story please. for a second. But okay, please. You know what my major baggage was? Please, Mr. Grant, my bird. Ah, that was okay. my baggage. <laughs> Okay. Well, listen, so, and and I guess that in a sense that that's understandable. You obviously have worked through it. Well, how would you like to listen to that every night Well, that you got to hear earlier today? Well, (laughs) I I don't know whether I can speak for your husband, Kathy, but just speaking for myself, you are, because we have met, you are a very attractive woman and and do a wonderful job with your program and so on and so forth. And so maybe somebody's going to be willing to overlook that. Uh, <laughs> well, right now, with, I am definitely taken. But I just thought that that would be a good example of baggage. So you, what were you going to say before I butted in? I was going to say that, that on this date with, with my dog and this lady and her son, that at a certain point, my dog looked up, up at me and the look said, what are we doing here? <laughs> the dog was, she was much more intelligent than I in this situation and mm. read right through it and so on and so forth. And I guess fortunately for all people concerned, the son, the woman, my dog and me, it was the one, our one and only date. So are you dating somebody now? Uh, I 
see people. Let's put it that way. I don't want to put anybody on on the spot. Am I going to um, have to not release this episode because no, of something you can, that we said? No, no, it, no, no, no. You can you can release the the episode. Uh, I did have an experience uh, fairly recently where somebody told me point blank, "I am not your girlfriend." Mm. Okay, so, so that you know, and, and that was kind of a, a, a glitch that occurred as a result of that, uh, and I won't go into detail as to what as to what happened, uh, but I, I I do see people and and do enjoy that, and uh, I, after all, if I'm not if I'm not out in the world. How is it going to happen? Let's right. Put it that way. Okay. So we've talked about some of the issues with finding love when you're older. Tell me about some of the things that might be nice about being older and finding love. I, you know, I think the companionship. I think uh, I mean, what I've discovered is for, for myself that just being with somebody and having common interests and having common goals can be really, really fulfilling. And never mind, uh, you know, never mind the the, the the old roll in the hay type situation. Uh, that's what I that, that's what I've discovered that uh, that it can be very fulfilling, very rewarding. Uh, spend a day with somebody and do it in a in a very nice, positive kind of way, uh, where you're sharing things, sharing each other, and you know, where where you're not, where I'm not trying to sell a book, and she's not. On her smartphone. <laughs> She's not on Facebook. <laughs> no, no, no. Except maybe to be on her phone to guide me as to where to go because in my old age, I'm finding that I have a little trouble seeing street mm, signs in particular. Yep. So it's helpful to have that, that GPS handy. And, and I guess there's a, comp- a, a compatibility there. I thought maybe you were going to say that she would be on the smartphone because the two of you would want to listen to the Rocky Retirement Show for your date. There you go. There you go. There you go. Well, well, I have news for you that that the reality is as soon as you release this this show, uh, I've my dog is no longer with me. I'm so sorry. I, I I don't have I don't have her to be you know to bring along. So I'll just bring along the uh, the, the a, a video of. Of, of our show. Audio. And we don't do video audio. here. Excuse me, audio. <laughs> uh, and so, and so, yeah, you've just given me an, an idea, and I won't, and I promise not to try to sell my book in the process. Well, you know, if you're looking for another um, animal companion, Mr. Grant will live 85 years. So, you know, he's, <laughs> is he available? Oh, he might be. He just might okay. be. Yeah. Depending so. on depending on uh, how things go, huh? That's right, because maybe I want to make my love interest last a long time. <laughs> uh, okay. How, by the way, how long? May I ask how long your love interest has been going on? Besides, with Mr. Grant. You mean less than me? We've uh, we've been married since two thousand eight. Ah, uh, okay, wonderful. Okay. Yes, I think it's I think it's going to go on. That's oh, of course, I yes. Oh, oh no, you. We are so much in love. Yeah, that yeah, there's no problem with that. <laughs> that's that is wonderful. No, but so, you know, if if you're interested in the bird, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay. Yes, because then you'll have companionship for a very, very, very long time. <laughs> so, so basically, I, I to say 
I know. I'm sorry. I put you on the spot. Okay, so. You have put me on the spot a lot, Kathy. I know. I know I uh, have. You're really bad-faced and, 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 you know. I'm a little and, feisty. And, and, I'm feisty you today. You are. Very, very much so. Very much so. I guess you're trying to cure me of being a guest on your podcast. <laughs> okay? Are you saying it's oh. that horrible to be on, uh, on the show? No. No, no, not at all. No, it's fun and it's challenging, and you've challenged me, and it's been a it's been a learning experience. So, thank you for that. Well, I've really enjoyed having you. So, you basically you said that it's tough as you get older, but it's also rewarding to get into a yeah. relationship. And yeah. so, uh, any ideas on how to stay? In a relationship, I mean, right now you're you're out there in the field, you're dating, and I, you're finding these dates just by being there, by dancing, and just meeting people. You don't go on the web. What would you say to the listener who you know maybe lives in Iowa, who's not you know here in San Diego where we are? How would that older adult find some you know find love? Because you're obviously good at finding love. We've got to work on keeping love, but you're good at finding it. So how <laughs> the would... Possibility. Let's put it this way. I'm good at the possibility of it. <laughs> the possibility. Okay. That's right. At the possibility of creating the possibility. That's okay. right. No. Well, you know, I mean, Alan, you're, you're a good looking guy. So it might be easier for you than, you know, some guy who doesn't get out much. So how, what advice would you give to somebody who maybe doesn't have the, you know, the dancing that they have here in San Diego, what should they do to, to find love? Uh, first of all, uh, be flexible and be open. Uh, and I, I know that that's a general, a general statement, uh, but, and, and how to go about it. Sure. I mean, on the web, blind dates, whatever. But I think being open, I think is the most important thing. But, and by being open, I mean being flexible everybody's not going to be perfect and and it's easy to find fault it's easy to find reasons why this won't work uh, i think it's more it's much better to to think in terms of reasons why this might work and give it a chance i think that's good advice in general for just life i agree and i try to live by that i try to live by that i I try to explore, I try to be open, and, 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 and I know you do too, because we've talked, we've talked before, and, and uh, you know, so I, I, I know that. Well, this has been, this has been eye-opening, Alan. It's been fun. It's been great. I don't know that when we started uh, that either one of us thought that it was going to head in the direction that it did. But, <laughs> Where did you want but, it to go, Alan? Well, I, I, you know, I was prepared with several points as to why it's difficult and so on and so forth. But, uh, you know, I mean, I received a nice, uh, will you be sending me a bill for, for the therapy <laughs> session? That'll be $400, please. <laughs> this okay. might, this might be a new route of the Rocky Retirement Show, these on-air coaching sessions. I like that idea. <laughs> I like that idea for you. And you're, and you're good at it. And you're very good at it. So... Why not? Why not uh, combine, <laughs> be on Rock Your Retirement, and also get a therapy session. Get, get coaching, not therapy. Get I don't have a license for that. 
Excuse me. <laughs> coaching. Coaching. That's I think right. That's a, I think that would be a great approach. So, okay. And, and most of us need it. Okay. I mean, can use it. Let's put it that way. So, anyway. <laughs> well, it was fun anyway. It, it, has, it has been fun, Kathy. And thanks, and thanks for putting up with me a third time. <laughs> Three Pete. Three Pete. Three Pete. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Alan. And um, this has been great fun. And for the listener, we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Maybe I'll do another coaching call with you. If you'd like a coaching call, go to the show notes and send me an email. <laughs> That's great. Thank you, Kathy. Oh, wait, I wanted to thank you again for listening to the Rocky Retirement Show. If you're a new listener, a good place to start is episode 116. This explains the six pillars of retirement lifestyle and our general philosophy. Episodes 1 through 236 can be thought of as an encyclopedia. These are topics that may or may not be interesting to you. You can listen to the ones that you're interested in and forget the rest until the issue becomes an issue for you. And that's okay. I actually don't recommend starting with episode one and working through until the most recent. That's actually not how the show was designed. Of course, if you want to do that so you can see how the show changed over time, you're welcome to. Now, starting in August... Actually, August 31st of 2020, we changed the format of the show. The monthly episodes starting with 237 follow a real retiree from her pre-announcement through her first year of retirement. There might be bonus episodes, but we're committed to monthly. If you've enjoyed any of our past shows or the show that you've just listened to and you want to support us, you can do so in any of the four ways. One, share this episode with a friend or family member who needs to hear it. This is the most important way that people find us. Since our audience is typically older, we grow by having our listeners share our episodes with others. Two, subscribe to or follow the show using whatever podcast catcher you're listening on right now. Now, if you're listening on your computer, you can listen on your smartphone by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iHeartRadio, Spotify. I mean, I believe on all of them. If you can't find us on the podcast catcher that you'd like to use, send us a note on the website at rockyourretirement.com and we'll make sure that we get on your favorite podcast app. But basically, what you do is you download the app, and then you search for the show, and when you find it, you'll hit subscribe. Make sure it's the Rock Your Retirement Show, and that you hear my voice when you listen. Um, actually, there were some episodes where Henry Shapiro was a guest. Uh, we, we actually downloaded 
some of his episodes. So if you hear him, it's probably still the, the same show. There were maybe 34 or 35 episodes back in the beginning that we hosted on our show uh, when he decided to leave podcasting. Number three, how you can support us is by leaving a review. Whatever podcast app you're listening to normally has the option of leaving a review, either a written review saying how great the show is or just with stars. Five stars is typically the best. And of course, we're shooting for those five-star reviews. And if you tell us why you like the show, what you liked about it, it's actually easier for other people to understand what the show's about. A lot of people, when they find our show, they think it's about money. And of course, by now, you know that it's not. Number four, if you'd like to support us financially, of course, we're always appreciative of that. Just go to rockyourretirement.com slash support, and it will take you to our page where you can support us financially. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Retirement. Bye.